A very good day to all of our listeners. This is Abraham Foss of For Your Good Ministries International. And we will be continuing with our series of There's Only One. These are short teachings, really trying to cram a lot of content into just a few verses or a few pointers. But trust that in the doing of so, it does cause us to maybe search scripture even deeper to find the answers to that that's being taught. And I say it's very important that we allow scripture to define our interpretation of things. In Mark chapter 7 verse 13, it says that we can make the word of God of no effect by the traditions and doctrines or cultures of mankind which have been passed down to us. We often can find ourselves believing things that are not the word of God, but traditions and cultures or ways of thinking and or doing things that we've embraced and then wonder why things are happening in our lives. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah 1, 1 verse 12 that God watches over His Word to bring it into manifestation, to bring it into the reality of our lives. And so I would encourage us to trust the Word of God. It's powerful, it's living and active, gives us solutions into every single area of our lives. So I want to talk into something that I believe actually represents on many fronts that that has been a poor or even bad teaching in the body of Christ. And so I've entitled this short teaching, There's Only One Thing That Determines Your or My Life's Outcomes, Even Our Eternal Destination Is Determined by This One Thing. So let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. This is God speaking. He says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today. In other words, God wants us and he wants us to know these witnesses to that that he's saying. In other words, he's reinforcing a point. He says that I have set before you, the individual, the person, I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursings. Therefore, he says, choose life. That both you firstly and from you, a product thereof, that both you and your descendants may live or live in that that God intends for us. So what is that thing that determines the outcome of our lives? It's our choices. The one thing God doesn't do is choose for us. God does not impose himself upon us. That's not love. Love gives you the option of choice. I've been married close to 40 years. My wife and I had the choice of our will to determine whether we would get married the one with the other. I didn't impose or force my wife and say, you got no choice, you have to marry me. That's not love and God is love. So God has given us a will from which we choose. Our life's outcomes are the result of our choices. We choose bad, we'll have a bad life. We choose good and with wisdom, we'll have a good and a wise life. A life that has a wonderful result to it, that's not only a blessing to ourselves, but a blessing to all of those attached to us, especially our spouse and our family. We choose life or death. We make the choice, not God. I'll be one of the teachings that have been very poor in the body of Christ is that God is sovereign. He controls all things. God allows all things. That's not a biblical teaching. God gives us the choice. We may bring about a lack 
of control or may have control in our lives, we may allow things to happen in our lives or allow things not to happen in our lives. It's not God that controls or allows. We choose. God has given us choice. In fact, when he created mankind in Genesis 1, he said that. In verse 26, it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. Let them make choices. Let them determine the outcome. We want them to have an outcome of life. We set before them life and death, blessings and curses. We trust they'll choose life, but their choices will determine their results. That's love. God doesn't force himself on us. In Psalm 8 it says, What is man, this is verses 4 to 6, that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him. You have made him a little lower than the angels. That actually is the word Elohim, a little bit lower than God. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him, mankind, to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under mankind's feet. We determine our outcomes by our choices. God has given us the ability called a will to make our choices that determine our results. We get what we choose. May we choose life and the abundance of of success that God has and is intended for us. Let's look at Psalm 115 verse 16 and reinforces the same point as Psalm chapter 8. It says, The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth is given to the children of men. God has given us the earth and given us dominion over the earth. We make choices. The world is where it is today by its choices. My life is where it is today by the choices I've made. Not by a sovereign God who chops and changes his mind, gives me the good and the bad and the ugly to his whim. No, God is only good and he wants us to choose good. Our choices determine our results. I call to mind a very sad story of a good friend of ours who many years ago lost two of their sons to an accident at the same time. This man was angry with the sovereign God who chose to take his two sons in this accident. That God could have stopped this. Why did God allow this? If Surely if God's in control, well, you see, that doesn't depict the heart of God. The story actually goes on to say that that man's two sons sadly had chosen to drink themselves into a drunken stupor. And that was causical of the very sad and catastrophic accident that ensued. They chose that choice. They chose to drink excessively. And that was causical of the accident. God didn't allow that or bring that about. It was the choice that was made sadly so, grievously so, by two very young men. So you could say, although things can shape our thinking and cause us to think this way, so we need to change the things that have shaped us, but you could say, Success is a choice. You could say that failure is a choice. You could say that health is a choice. You could say that sickness was a choice. You could say that poverty is a mindset and is a choice. Maybe shaped by something, but ultimately has determined me to make certain choices. By the same token, you could say that prosperity is a choice. You can definitely say... That our destination of heaven and or hell is a choice determined by ourselves. I remember a good friend, and many have asked me the same question. 
How can a loving God send someone to hell? Well, firstly, God doesn't send anyone to hell. But because He's a loving God, I may choose hell, and God loves me enough that He will honor my choice, because love respects and honors the choices made by another. So even my eternal destination is my choice. I send myself to hell, or send myself to to heaven, by choosing the way to heaven, the person of Jesus Christ. So friends, our choices, our singular choices, my choice determines my life. We blame God and that grieves me. God is so misrepresented. God does not bring about catastrophe or sickness or suffering. We make those choices, maybe subtly or incrementally. We ultimately make those choices that determine where our lives land. Make wise choices. Choose life and not death. Choose blessings and not curses that you and your descendants, how is that? It's wonderful. It rubs off onto the next generation and generations to follow. Our choices are powerful, especially when we choose life. Choose wisely. Choose a marriage according to the Word of God. Choose fatherhood according to the Word of God. Choose every step you take in your life according to the Word of God. And your and my choices will determine our outcomes. This is Abraham Foss saying, God bless as you make good choices. The blessings of God will chase you and overtake you. So this is Abraham Foss of For Your Good Ministries International. Look us up on foryourgood.net. Send us an email and it would be our great delight to respond to any question or query you may pose. God bless as I now sign off.